Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. My name is Ivory, and you are tuned in to the Embracing Neurodiversity podcast, where I share my personal journey of embracing and enhancing the experience of my amazing son, who is on the spectrum. Through this journey, I've discovered a lot about myself and continue to grow every day. My goal is to provide you with some useful insights and stories that will inspire you in your own parenting journey. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. As always, it's been a very busy two weeks. I travel for work. And so with that, it's very difficult to stick to routine of recording and uploading a podcast weekly every Wednesday. I try to do some pre-recording sometimes to make sure that I'm consistent, but sometimes things fall through the cracks in terms of the consistency of it all. With work and travel and being a single mom, it can sometimes get overwhelming. And so I am always going to be honest and transparent in this work because I'm human and I think that it's important to display your humanness so that other people feel empowered to be human. And with being human comes these beautiful flaws. And one of my flaws is most certainly consistency, mostly because I'm balancing a lot but also because I, I am a creative and I need to feel inspired in order to create. And when I'm in this like monotony of work and parenting, sometimes I lose inspiration and I can't find the creativity and I never want put out a podcast just to say I did it. I always want to do things with intentionality. So with that, also am not recording a video podcast this week because it's a lot to set up, record, look presentable, edit your video podcast, and then post it. Like I take my hat off to all the people who do it and do it very well and do it very consistently because it is easy to do and I am still learning how to do it. So this week I am going to record my podcast just on an audio format and we will reconvene with our video podcast in the near future. Keep in mind this we're heading into holiday season which comes with its own mix of emotions and responsibilities and so it's just been a lot y'all. But nevertheless, I am very grateful to be here to sit and talk to the metaphorical audience that's there. And I'm grateful for those who have chosen to continue to support. In today's podcast, I want to touch a little bit on perspective, right? That's been coming up as sort of a common theme lately in a lot of the things I've been engaging in, whether it's through my readings for my own personal development or through things I'm watching on TV or conversations I'm having with others. What keeps coming up is how powerful perspective is. Right now, I am reading a book 
by a beautiful writer. Her name is Brianna West, and she has a few books out. Right now I'm reading a book, or it's a, a, actually a collection of essays, and the title of the, the collection of essays is When You're Ready, This Is How You Heal. I really appreciate her essays because the way she writes is simple and beautiful, if that makes sense. She makes it plain, but the words and the, the statements and the sentences still hit you like a ton of bricks in terms of the impact or the uh, moments that it, it brings about. In this morning's reading, I ran across yet again another statement that sort of affirmed a lot of the common theme around perspective that I have been coming across. And I wanted to read to you all something she wrote. And then after that, I want to talk a little bit about the power of perspective. And then I want to end this podcast episode with a meditation affirmation. So Brianna West writes in one of her many beautiful essays in her book, When You're Ready, This Is How You Heal. One of her essays called, This Is How to Start Over Even If You're Staying Right Where You Are. And in that essay, she speaks a lot about oftentimes when we feel stuck, it's because we are stuck in trying to be and live up to the perception that other people have of us. And the only way to move out of that is to spend time with yourself and begin to root yourself in who you want to become and begin to do the work of that. She also writes that oftentimes we feel stuck because we are attached to the outcome of something. I want to read a portion because I don't want to paraphrase it. She, she writes, when we're too attached to the outcome of something and we have little tolerance for its presence changing whatsoever, it's usually because we are using that thing to hide something about ourselves and that something is our dissatisfaction. And so um, that stood out to me because oftentimes we are attached to the outcome as opposed to the experience. And we are attached to the outcome of something because we believe that it is going to make us feel better about our when we are is already enough. And every experience is either something that we are supposed to learn from and grow from or it's just simply a beautiful experience that we should enjoy in the moment without any attachments to the outcome, right? And so in that, it's all about, it's all a matter of perspective and how we choose to not only see ourselves, but also see our lives. And both of those things are intertwined, right? She also goes on to write that you will have to spend many nights by yourself in candlelight, making yourself dinner, learning to love yourself, to be alone with yourself and enjoy that. You will have to stay precisely where you are and learn to mend the womb of your unworthiness before you can be loved. And so this is 
like how you close that gap between how you perceive yourself in the world around you and disattaching from the outcome of things, right? It is that hard work of spending a long time with yourself, unpacking your past experiences, thinking about the role that you've played in those experiences, thinking about the people that you've attracted to your life, and then also thinking about you want to come, how, what lessons that you can derive from those experiences to bring into the next phase of your life so that your per- perception of your life can shift. I had a great friend who would tell me often, wherever you go, there you are. Wherever you go, there you are, Ivory. And essentially what they were saying is that you can't run from yourself, that you can get a new career or a new partner or move to another date, which I've done all of those things in the past. And you're still going to have to deal with your own shit. You're still going to have to unpack your own shit, right? Because what we believe about ourselves is what we attract to ourselves. And I've said this in the past and I, and I want to reiterate it because I don't want people to feel that horrible experiences were their fault. But what I am saying is that you are the master of your fate. You are the captain of your soul. And those horrific experiences, traumatic experiences are experiences that could either transform and enlighten you and push you closer to your purpose so that you can be of service to others or it can keep you in a perpetual state of shame and feeling of unworthiness. The other thing about those traumatic experiences that in which they have the capability to do or even those disappointing experiences what they have the capability to do is unveil the things that you believe about yourself and things that you need to work on, how you, how important it is to your perception of things. They unveil that, right? Because when something is done, it's done, and there's no going back from it. There's no change you get. It's, this is a podcast about raising my child who is on the autism spectrum. And what we know for sure is that when you have a child who's diagnosed with autism, that's what it is. Like You can't undo that. That won't change in terms of the diagnosis, right? There are plenty of things in your power that you can shift and change and work closely with your child. All the other practitioners that are experts in the area of autism or neurodiversity working closely with with a community of people to enhance your child's experience and create a quality experience so that your child lives up to their fullest potential. But the reality still remains that your child is diagnosed with autism. And for me, what I am learning is that the best and most powerful tool that I was able to utilize in order to begin the journey of working with my son and working with his school speech therapist and journeying through the difficult times. The most powerful tool that I held on to was shifting my perception and working on my mindset. 
And so I've always said my perception was that this diagnosis is not a sentencing. It's not a stamp. It's not a finality. It is simply a roadmap of how I can then begin to learn and create an environment so that my child can. That is an example of how to shift your perception. And it's ongoing too, right? It's not just an overnight thing. And just like with any skill set that you want to develop, it takes intentionality. And it's a muscle that must built like working out. That perception shift was a game changer for me and how I was able to embrace my child's experience and my own and, and enjoy the moments where I needed to and then allow the difficult moments to take its course. And again, going back to the statement in the essay, not waiting or expecting an outcome because I understand that expecting an outcome or waiting for something to change is in, in alignment to a dissatisfaction with myself or something around and I'm no longer interested in living in a space of dis- dissatisfaction, but instead I want to live in a space of intentionality. And so I want to leave you with the last piece of her writing that stood out to me this morning. And then we're going to go into a meditation affirmation. Brianna West goes on to write, Our lives are very often a reflection and extension of ourselves. We can run to the ends of the earth and still not feel whole because what we were looking for was a rejuvenation of the way we see, what we perceive, and how we feel. That's work that starts right here, right now. No matter where your life takes you, you are always with you until the very end. So with that, I have three affirmations that I want to meditate on this morning. I want to offer them to anyone who is in need of it. And I hope that it will support you on your journey, raising your child who is neurodiverse with your own personal development, with empowering you to shift and make a life for yourself that is in alignment to your heart's desire. I am precisely where I should be. I have the power to change the way I see myself and my life. I can be proud of and stand on what I built. I am precisely where I should be. I have the power to change the way I see myself and my life. I can be proud of and stand on what I built. I am precisely where I should be. I have the power to change the way I see myself and my life. I can be proud of and stand on what I built. I am precisely where I should be. I have the power to change the way I see myself 
and my life. I can be proud of and stand on what I built. I am precisely where I should be. I have the power to change the way I see myself and my life. I can be proud of and stand on what I built. I am precisely where I should be. I have the power to change the way I see myself and my life. I can be proud of and stand on what I built. I am precisely where I should be. I have the power to change the way I see myself and life. I can be proud of and stand on what I built. So until next week, remember that you are exactly where you should be. Be observant, sit silently with yourself, derive the lessons from the difficult moment, bask in the beautiful and peaceful moments. Always remember that you have the power to change your perception, which shifts your reality and should be proud of and stand on what you've built, whether that is the building of yourself and your growth or the tangible things around you. Until next time, take care of yourself. <laughs>